Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf mem dal kuch hazaris on daf mem gimel. The gemara on daf mem gimel. When Avraham Chizda said that even though a person is not allowed to put a kli under a chicken to catch the egg so that it doesn't break, but halachas you're allowed to put a kli on top. So the gemara on daf mem gimel, we're trying to figure out what the pshat in that chilek was. So the gemara said that Rabbi Yisrael explained the reason is because the iser was to be vatal kli mechanei to be vatal a kli from its original intended purpose, and therefore if you put it under the egg, then it's going to be usher to move because now the egg's inside of it. However, to put it on top, that is going to be mutter because it's not going to touch the egg at all, and you're allowed to take the Away, and that's why it's going to be mutter. Then we had the shita of Reb Yitzchak, who said that just like it's also to put the kli under the chicken egg, so too it's also to put the kli on top, because he holds that it's also to move a kli for something which is going to be muksa. Therefore, it's also to move a kli to catch an egg, which is the iser of Nailan and Chavez. So therefore, it's going to be muksa, and it's like held, it's going to be usher. And the Gwaran Bay went through this iser, and the Gemara said that the same thing with a dead person, that's going to be usher to create a mechitza specifically for the dead person. However, it's going to be mutter to create a mechitza through our Rama, do a trick where you have two people come, they sit down together, and then they pick up the beds and they leave, and then you have the mechitza, and then that is going to be mutter. Then the Gemara wrote down on the bottom a discussion about Tzat, to move a mace, not directly, but from bed to, moving it from bed to bed. We said that was Machlaikis. Not that the Gemara today is going to start with that Tzat may be a Machlaikis. And the Gemara Mdafim Dal and Achim Mbe is going to talk about more Hilchas Mokza. We're going to learn about different categories of Hilchas Mokza. So let's see the Gemara on the bottom of Mdafim Gilmbe. It says the Gemara. Let's say that this discussion is machlekes tonight. This discussion of total manatzad. Let's say that's machlekes tonight. We'll see later on. The Gemara is going to tell the Tesefta says that it's going to be usher to move to move the mace, even though there's a fire coming and there's a dead body laying there. The Allah is not allowed to move the mace. In the face of the fire, because the mace is muksa. I'm Rabbi Malakish. Rabbi Malakish says, "Shemati, shemati, la'zayis ne'adleika." And Rabbi Malakish said that I heard that you're allowed to move the mace. You're allowed to save the mace from the fire. That's something we're hechdim. What's the case? Idik a kikar tinek. My time tanakam. If there's a kikar, if there's a piece of bread or a tinek which is around, so then why is the tanakam all disaster? Meaning we explained before, you could just put the kikar or tinek on top of the mace, and you're allowed to move it. So then why would the tanakam all going to be disaster? And idalek if there's no tinek or kikar. My time with Rabbi Malakish. What's up, Shai? And Rabbi Malakish. Meaning if you're not using a kikar or tinek, then why let move the dead body? Allowed to tatlo natzar pli. Let's say that the mach we're going to say that when it said you're allowed to save the dead body, when you don't you're allowed to move it. That was not directly through it, but you're allowed to let's say move it from bed to bed or something like that. So let's say that was machlekes. It's going to be considered total. It's going to be a problem. First of all, who just held that it was not considered a problem? That's what he held his mother. Says Gemara like the kuli alam Really, everybody holds that total matzad is considered muktza, problem muktza, and therefore it should be usher. So why is we hold it over here? It's going to be mutter. Is very concerned, very worried about his dead body. If you don't allow him to move it, then he's going to come to put out the fire again. Because a person, when a person's relative dies, or a person has a dead body in front of him, he is very preoccupied. He's very worried about it, and therefore the opponent said that if we don't allow you to move the body, if we're not matter the isra of muktza, then you're going to come to put out the fire, which is a deraisa. So therefore the opponent said that a person is allowed to be over the isra of muktza, or the isra muktza is going to mutter in this case because a person is ball on his mace. So we'll see later on that there's similar ideas that the chum sometimes will say that since we know that the person is not going to be able to control himself. And he'll, let's say, do something to save his money. The Rabbanon will sometimes be matri, surum Rabbanon, so that you are not ever a bigger issue. Which again, we see the idea that the Chum saw that there are certain scenarios, certain cases where the Chum saw that if you don't allow you to do the Isid Rabbanon, then you're going to come to a bigger issue, and the Rabbanon is going to say that it's going to be mutter. Again, interesting idea. Says the Hilgit, Gemara, Vaiter, Amar Vasi, Amar Biechan, Alach, Kabuda, and Lakish, Mesa, Alach, Zakir, Yehuda, that it's going to be mutter to move the dead body in front of the fire to save it. Says the Gemara, Vaiter, Ainus, Yaman, Lufisha, Aman, Mukha, the Mishnah said, you're not allowed to have a no from the oil because it's not from the Mukha, it's not considered prepared before Shabbat, Sarah Rabbanon. Moisar Hashem and Shabbanaj, Ushabakara, Asr, the extra oil and the extra from the candle is going to be Asr. Shimon Matar and Shimon Hold is going to be mutter, which we're going to learn more later on that Shimon is much more Michael when it comes to the 
brachas of muksa. Says the head of the get mission. Now we're going to be introduced to different categories of muksa. We're going to be introduced to the idea of something which is muksa machmas iser, which means that is designated for something which is We're going to be introduced to the concept of muksa machmas amias, which is something which is disgusting, and it's going to be muksa because it's considered disgusting. We're going to be introduced on the Amid Beis to the sugya of something which is muchan for muksa, something which is specifically designated, even though it's not normally something which is used for muksa, but now is designated for something which is muksa. We'll see more about that on the Amid Beis, and we're going to see the idea of a buses again on the Amid Beis. So let's see the mission. Says the, says the head of the mission. You're allowed to move a new nair, but not an old nair. Meaning, you're allowed to move a nair which is not used ever, and therefore it's not disgusting. But you're not allowed to move a old nair because an old nair is considered disgusting already. The oil is already dripping and leaking everywhere, and it's going to be muktzah machmas So Shimon and Shimon says, "Call nairs metalton chutzman and nair." So Shimon says, "No, you're even allowed to move a old nair which is disgusting." Shimon doesn't hold the muktzah machmas mias, but you're not allowed to light. You're not allowed to move a nair which is lit on Shabbos itself. And again, this machlekes Rishonim, why you can't? Why Shimon is not allowed to move it? Either because now it becomes a buses for something which is aser, meaning that if it's a lit candle, then the candle itself is muktzah. Therefore, you're not allowed to move the nair, or because there's a gzera that a person might come to put out the fire, which some of the Rishonim say that it can't be, because Rishonim Shita says Shul Darvish Miskamim should be mutter. Again, but that is the Machlag Rishonim. Why Rishonim holds you're not allowed to move a candle which is lit on Shabbos? It says like we're right to turn our button. Metalton Nair Chadash Shalai Yashim Derev Yehuda says you're allowed to move a new candle, not an old candle. Remeir Remeir says Kol Nairs Metalton Chutzman Nair Shal Dikuvav Shabbos. Remeir says all candles you're allowed to light except for candles which were lit on Shabbos. But even if it's ready out now, if it was lit on Shabbos, then it's going to be us to move. And Rishonim Rishonim says Chutzman Nair Adelik with Shabbos. Shimon holds that only when it's actually lit on Shabbos, when it's actually still out, you're not allowed to move it. Once it's out, Kavsa, then if it goes out, then you're allowed to move it. But these bigger types of candles, meaning these candles that are put in a glass or in a plate, then it's going to be usher to move them. The Gemara is going to talk about who was the one who said this. Rabbi Shimon says, No, a person's allowed to take the ner from a candle, which is going out, and from oil, which is dripping. Down from a candle, even when the candle itself is lit. So you see, an Amar Abayir, says Rabbi that Rabbi held like his father of Shimon one thing and disagreed with his father one thing. Several like Kavua Bechada Glasim Mukta. He held like his father that there's no problem Mukta over here. Upalagav Bechada and he disagreed with his father. Dilavua Savar Kavayin like Kavalei that only if the fire goes out, then you're allowed to take the oil. Meaning of Shimon on the top of the Amid said that we saw on the top. Tanar Banu Meisra Hashem and Shimon Erish Bakar Aser Shimon Matir. That was only after. It sounded like only after the candle went out. However, while the candle is actually lit, you're not allowed to take the oil out. Because kapshuta the iser is that iser mechaba you're putting out the fire when you take out oil which is in a fire which is ready lit it's going to be a problem mechaba. However, Rabbi Rabbi Shimon held that's not going to be a problem, and therefore yeah, you're allowed to take out the oil even while it's ready lit. So what's that these things you can't move? Meaning you're allowed to move all the candles. You're not allowed to move these types of things with a candle. Why? Why not? Says Gemara. It's going the safe of the last part of the price is going according to the sheet of Yehuda that there's Isra of Muksa and therefore you're not allowed to move it. Says Gemara. My Avil. What's the Avil? Sounds like Dafka. These things you can't move, but a Nair you could move. And if we're going the sheet of Yehuda, then you should be allowed to move them in there as well because we told that's going to be Muksa. Says Gemara. Only held that's mutter to use the oil in a nair, which a small candle, which you know that the daiti alvoy that your das is on that you know that the candle is probably going to go out. There'll be some extra oil. Avol high in fishy light, but if you have a huge candle and you put you have a lot of oil, then you don't have a side that's going to go out on Shabbos, so you don't have any plans to use that oil. So therefore, it's going, the oil is going to muktz. And Rishon agrees that that oil is going to muktz. Avatani says Gemara Meitzer Hashem and Shemnei Rishabakar Aser Rishon Matir. I you see Rishon's Matir beferish the the nair in a kaara as well. So you see Rishon holds even when your das is. Is not necessarily to use the oil, and if there's a lot of oil and you don't think it's going to go out on Shabbos, I'll be speaking to you about the No, it says, No, we're talking about. 
two different size cars. Meaning when we said that a car is going to be mutter, that was when it was the size of the candle. That was like when it was the size of the candle. That's why Rabbi Shimon never said it's going to be mutter. However, in our case, Rabbi Shimon said it's going to be usher. That's when the car was diamond to case. It was considered it was much bigger, and therefore it's going to be usher because again you don't have plans to use that oil on Shabbos because you don't think the candle is going to go out. Says the Gemara right there. This type of metal candle, type of metal candle, metal candelabra is going to be according to the manner without it's normally candles are not muktza here. It's going to be usher. And according to one else, normally it's going to be usher. Here it's going to be mutter. And it says Gemara lemeimer Rabbi Yehuda muktza machos mias isle muktza machos isher. Last day you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda who said before that by a regular candle which is already lit is going to be usher because he only holds a muktza machos mias but not muktza machos isher. Meaning what the Gemara was saying was that before the reason why you're not allowed to use an old candle is because muktza machos mias. So therefore the one who held there was usher before because muktza machos mias here he's going going to hold this mutter and the man that we held before that's going to be mutter because he did not hold the muktza machos mias is going to hold this usher because it's going to be muktza machos isher. Says the Gemara, but the that means that Yehuda holds that only Muktzamachos is going to be a problem. Muktzamachos is not a problem. Meaning why then with the candle? What Yehuda said that you're allowed to move all types of candles except for candles that are lit on Shabbos. You see that Yehuda holds of the Yisrael Muktzam. Meaning if it's lit on Shabbos, it's going to be usher even if it's not lit now. Says Gemara, this type of metal candle which is lit on Shabbos, you're going to call usher. Everybody holds it's going to be usher. If it's not lit, you're going to call mutter. Then it's going to be mutter because it's not going to be disgusting. And therefore, even if normally it's also to move a candle which was lit already because it is Muktamachmias, this type of candelabra, which is a nicer candelabra, is not going to be a problem because it's not Muktamachmias. It says, Hey, Gemara, right to Amrhuda, Amar, Ravmita, Shiyach, Talamois, also a bed which was designated to put money on it is going to be also to move because now it's going to be Muktam. Taisar speaks out. Taisar says that once you designate for money, as the once you designate the bed for money, it's not even considered Lachma Isra. You're not even allowed to move it. Because now this, it's just for the usage of money, and that's it. But that says the Gemara Master of Nachman Yitzchak, Matafel in our Chodesh of Layashim. You want to move a new candle, not a candle which is ready used. Umaner to Lachavida, Kiladik of Charlotte, Tutle, Mitzvah, Lach, Lachavida, like Hashagain. Madach, a candle which was designated, which is normal usage, is to be lit. The Allah is if you didn't ever light it for the purpose, meaning you didn't light it, yeah, you didn't light the candle, the Allah is going to mutter to use. So Koshagain, a bed, which its normal purpose, its normal usage is something which is mutter, and you just planned on using it, your Miyachet for money, Koshagain, it should be mutter. Meaning if by a candle, which its designated purpose is to use for something which is muksa. If you didn't use it for the muksa thing yet, it's going to be mutter to move. So kolshkin in a bed, which you just designated, you never actually put the money down. You just plan on putting the money down. Mechar should be mutter. Says until you put the money down. El it merachit. No, rather say like this. Amar vidav raf mitas yachal lemois. A bed which was designated for money. Heniach lemois. If you actually put money down on it, then Allah is also to move the bed on Shabbos. Because again, once you put the money down on it, even on, let's say, on a Thursday or Friday, you're showing this bed is designated for the usage of money, and therefore it's going to be a problem. But if you do not put money on it, then it's mutter to move. Because again, just because you planned on using it for money, you didn't actually put the money down, and therefore it's not going to be mukt. Now, let's say you did not designate this bed for money, then if you put money, if there's money on it on Shabbos, Asla Tatla, then it's Asr to move, because then we have the issue of Basas Dabar Asr, meaning if you were not, did not designate this bed for money, so then this bed is going to be mutter to move. However, if you put money down on it, so then there's a halacha of Basas Dabar Asr, which means if the bed has something looks on it, you're not allowed to move the bed. But the Ain Alamah is mutter. If there's no money on it, then it's going to be mutter to move. Latatla to move it. However, this halacha is the halacha of Migu Diskatsai, that the bed becomes a Basas when the money is on it, meaning if you have a Muktsa item on top of something else during Banish Mashas, on 
Friday, then the item on the bottom becomes a bustle over usher, and therefore, if the money was on the bed on Erev Shabbos during Banish Mash, it's going to be usher to move the bed. Again, we'll see more about this, more of the Hilchas Moksa specifically later on in Parak Naitel, later on in, in further Prakim, this idea of a bustle and exactly what the Tanayim are in order for it to be a bustle, but that is Allah over here. Says the Egmar writer, Again, we're going to be introduced a few different halachas over here. We're talking about the Mishnah in Kalim, which says that you have a wagon, which is, we'll talk about in one second what, how big exactly the wagon is, and on the wagon you have these wheels which are detachable. So the Mishnah over there is telling us, halacha, that if the wheels are, de- you could detach the wheels and the wheels come off, then they do not, so now let's go through each one of these halachas. So in Chibrala, this means that a Kli, which is 40 sa big, is not Makabotoma. However, if it's less than 40, because halacha is that a Kli has to be carried molly rake, and therefore it's not going to be a problem, it's not going to be Makabotoma. However, if it's a Kli, which is more than 40 sa, so let's say the wagon was less than 40 sa, then, and the wagon become tummy, the halacha is that since the wheel is not considered part of the wagon because it's detachable, which is going to be the basic basis of all these halachas here, that since the wheel is detachable, it's not considered part of the wagon. So if the wagon itself is, is tummy, the halacha is that in Hebrew it's not considered connected to it in regards to tummy, and therefore it's not going, the wheel itself is not going to be tummy. Tame, even though the actual wagon is tame. They named that sima and does not become measured with it, meaning that we said that the halacha is that if it is 40 sa, if the wagon itself is 40 sa, then it's not makabotoma. However, in, to measure the 40 sa, we do not include the shear of the wheel because the wheel, again, is considered detached, and or since it's detachable, it does not get measured with the wagon, and therefore it has to be 40 sa independent of the wheel. Again, it's a big machlokes you know exactly what this means. We'll learn based on the Rav in Mishnah's Kamel over there, and the Rashi seems to learn that's how Rashi is learning here as well. Rashi stupid shot them. We'll go with that shot of the Rav over there that we're talking about over here that you had a wagon which was forty sa and it was in a basic forest. So the halacha is that anything which is inside that wagon since it's forty sa, it's going to not be a problem of Tumas oil because it's its own. It's considered its own oil and it's not going to be a problem and it's not going to become tamei. However, if you have a cleat which is sticking out of the wagon but it's over the wheel, so we would have a side to say that's still the. If the wheel is part of the wagon, then it would be considered itself in part of the wagon. It would not be tummy. However, since the wheel is not considered part of the wagon, therefore, it is going to become tummy. And vein Gurnites with Shabbos, you're not allowed to roll the wheel on Shabbos, but on at the time that there's money on it, meaning since there's money on the actual wheel and the wheel is not considered part of the wagon, if the wheel was part of the wagon, then we would say that the wagon's the icker and the wheel is just considered like a tough wheel, it's considered a secondary thing to the wagon, and therefore, even if there were money on the wheel, you'd be allowed to move it. But since the wheel is not, it's considered an independent part of the wagon, therefore, if there's money on the wheel, you're not going to allow to roll the wheel. But it says, now the Gemara makes a diak. Ha, ain't allowed my shari, afakav davi, le ask the Gemara. But the Gemara makes a diak. Sounds like if. Even if there was money there, but there's no money there now, it's going to be mutter. I should have become a bosses. Now we have a cash from what we said before. Meaning, we said before that, let's say a person had money on a bed during Banish Mashes, and then the money came off. Thalach is, that's going to be usher to move because since it was a bosses during Banish Mashes, it's usher all Shabbos. But I, we see over here that as long as the money's not on the wagon wheel, it's going to be mutter to move. And it's the Gemara here of Shimon, that is the Shitar of Shimon, less like So no, it's the Shitar of Shimon, does not hold this a problem Muksa. And therefore, it is not going to be a problem It's only going to be usher if the money's actually on the wheel. Says more of a rap. They have a rabbi holds like we do that. Muksa is going to be usher, and this issue of there is a problem of migus katzai. How can I miss that with rabbi? We just realize, and we have a raya that rabbi holds like she does Yehuda. The Amar Rav, because Rav seventy, and Rav Gavi Dakel b'Shabbos, Allah is allowed to put a candle and Rav Shabbos on top of a tree, on top of a branch, and light it there on Shabbos. We have to. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to leave a lit candle on Yom Tov. And we're explaining. If Rav holds like the sheet of Yehuda, that is a problem. Muksa. That's why we made a chalik between Shabbos and Yom Tov. Meaning that since on Yom, on Shabbos it's going to be since Rav holds like Rav Yehuda, that's always also to move the candle. So therefore, because of problem Muksa, so therefore you're allowed to put it there for Shabbos because we're not concerned since you're not allowed to move. 
the candle. We're not concerned that the person is going to come when the candle goes out. We're not concerned that the person is going to move the candle because he holds a muksa. So therefore, on Shabbos, it's mutter to light, have the candle being lit on, on the tree. However, on Yom Tov, where there's no problem with muksa, Rav is going to hold it. It's us to leave the candle there lit on Yom Tov because when it goes out, we're afraid that the person is going to move the candle because he doesn't hold a muksa. However, there is a problem. Everybody agrees there's a problem of moving a candle which is on a tree because of being Mishnahish Bilan. Everybody agrees you're not being Mishnahish Bilan. You're not allowed to use the tree on Yom Tov itself. I mean, you're not allowed to move the tree on Yom Tov. So therefore, everybody agrees that's going to be a problem. So that's why there's a chalik between Shabbos and Yom Tov. So Shabbos, where there's no problem with Mukta, that's why it's motor to leave it for, on Arab Shabbos. However, on Yom Tov, there's no show Mukta, then you have this problem that we're afraid of going to Mishnahish Bilan. That's why it's going to be Asr. Aliyah, the Kirib Shimon's relay, if he holds like a Shimon, Mali Shabbos, Mali Yom Tov, if he holds like a Shimon, there's no problem with Mukta. So even on Shabbos, it should be Asr because we're afraid that the can- when the candle goes out, you're going to move it. And there's a problem with being Mishnahish Bilan. So therefore, we have a riot that Rav holds like a Buddha. And that's why he's mechalik between Shabbos and Yom Tov. Quick we saw today, the Gemara and the Menalf went through the halachas of moving a new candle, moving an old candle. We saw this is a big mechalik, senior mayor, and Reb Shimon. And we saw the Gemara on the bottom went through the halachas of being miyachet something for Muksa. The Gemara came out that only if you actually miyachet it and you put something on it, you actually did something to show that it's actually considered Muksa is going to be a problem. However, if not, then only if the Muksa thing is on it during Minish Bashas, it will become a Bashas. If the Muksa thing is not on it during Minish Bashas, then it's not going to become a Bashas. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.